Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. The arguing of the Corinthian believers had essentially broken Christ into many pieces. What a graphic picture of what happens when the church, the body of Christ, is divided. With so many opportunities for worship today, it's easy to get caught up in that uh, game of my preacher is better than your preacher. But again, this would only divide Christ more and more. In verse 14 of chapter 1 of 1 Corinthians, in our text today, Paul begins and says, I thank God that I baptized none of you except Crispus and Gaius, so that no one should say that I had baptized you into my own name. In verse 16, he goes on and says, I also baptized the household of Stephanus, and besides them, I don't know whether I baptized any other. Now, as far as context here, Paul was arguing with the uh, believers there in Corinth that their divisions, their splitting up to follow certain men was not only ungodly and not only detrimental, but ultimately it had to do with the destruction of the church as a whole. Paul here immediately took action on this issue to remove himself from that fray and to awaken the church to the reality that he was but just a man. And he points out here that he did nothing to build an allegiance to himself. He reminded the readers that he actually baptized, well, very few people in his ministry. He didn't try to draw people to himself. Now, before we move on in this, there is a critical doctrinal element in this passage that that we need to mention that is given to us almost inadvertently by Paul. But I don't believe it was given inadvertently by God. Paul here, in this passage, he stated for the record, and therefore all of history, that he had baptized probably less than 10 people up to that point in his ministry. So by stating that fact, he's either admitting his ministry was nearly fruitless, some say a failure, or that baptism was not, and therefore is not, a critical element of salvation. Now, for the record, many today preach what is commonly called baptismal regeneration, quote-unquote. In other words, the idea that you must be baptized in order to be truly saved. So not only is Paul herein refuting that doctrine, but actually to believe that doctrine is to add to the cross of Christ. Because what you're saying by believing that is that the cross was not sufficient to redeem man. But that man had to add, and therefore still has to add to this day, to the work of the cross through the act of baptism. Now furthermore, to believe this is to negate a plethora of scripture concerning the doctrine of baptism if we just take time to look into it and to read it as far as what is baptism, what is it for, and what it means. Now, we know that Jesus was baptized, so was that for salvation? And if not, why was he baptized? Well, Jesus did it for the same reasons that we all do. 
1 Peter 3.21 says, Baptism, this is a symbol of baptism which now saves you. Not the putting away of the filth of the flesh, but an answer of a good conscience toward God through the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Many will quote Mark 16.16 16 and says, Yeah, but doesn't the Bible say, He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who disbelieves will be condemned? Now, such a verse is not to be taken on its own without the full context of Scripture. That's a dangerous way to interpret Scripture. Baptism is a testimony, a public testimony, of what Christ has done in that individual. To believe and to promote that baptism as being more than that is to trivialize the cross. And listen, this is one of those doctrines that's worth throwing down over. Again, Mark 16, 16. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who disbelieves and isn't baptized will be condemned. Oh, wait a minute. It doesn't say that, does it? It just says he who disbelieves will be condemned. Scripture speaks of the critical aspects of confessing our salvation. It's an important aspect of our living and walking in Christ. Romans 10.9 says, If you will confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Please note, nothing there about uh, having to be baptized also. You see, it's not what we do, but acknowledging what he has done already. And that has a powerful effect, not on our own salvation, but on our hearts and on the world around us. Confession and baptism has a way of shutting the door on our return to the world and illuminating the door that is Jesus Christ. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit BelieversTogether.com.